ser benfiquista é uma crença. É uma religião muito grande. A visão é um culto. A coragem, que é a liberdade, que é crer, que é vontade, que é o caráter das pessoas. A alma de quem é grande, maior que os maiores. É uma paixão para a explicação. Eu não consigo explicar o que é ser do Benfica. Eu sinto o que é ser do Benfica. Mas de facto uma paixão. E as paixões são assim, vivem-se assim intensamente. Aqui não há nenhuma razão. É paixão, paixão, paixão. Ser Benfica. On this week's Benfica podcast, we look back at Benfica's game against Portimonense. We also discuss Rafa, Varela, Zivkovic, amongst others, including Jonas Injury. We also look ahead to Benfica's Boa Vista game, where Varela had a nightmarish of a game. Let's see what's in store for Benfica this weekend. It's all coming up on Benfica podcast. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Talking to the Law Befiga podcast, episode number 272. On tonight's podcast, we will look back at Benfica's game against Portimonense and we'll look ahead to Benfica's upcoming weekend game at Stade Luz against Boa Vista, the only team to have beaten Benfica this year. With me tonight, Cristiano Oliveira. Hola. And up in the Great White North, Steve Santos. Why is it always got to be the Great White North? Is it really that great? I can't find any other nice adjectives to uh, oh, uh, oh, uh, to mention them. And uh, Dave de Oliveira. How's you, it going today? Should I say poutine lover mofos? Poutine loving mofos. Yeah, I mean, Trump's trying to make America great again. I'm not sure he's going to be too happy with you calling Great White North. I mean, you know what I mean? You might ruffle some feathers, so be careful what you say. So anyway, here we are. Uh, before we get going, I, I wanted to, uh, you know, if you had a chance to listen to the Benfica FM podcast, I wanted to uh, personally thank those guys for having me on. Uh, it was in Portuguese, and uh, I, I thought I, I did pretty good in Portuguese. So thanks so. to those guys. If anybody could, you should be able to. Oh, Steve, o cavalo não passou a nossa porta nesses dias. Ainda bem. Senão eu ficava atrapalhado ali ao lado. Eu ia ser atropelado por cavalo, pá. No, I, I, no, I, uh, I appreciate being, uh, being invited and, and obviously our podcast being recognized by those guys and, and obviously they're, they're part of this, this movement, if you want to call it, of independent projects that are, that are popping up, conversas, uh, Befiquista Podcast, Befica FM, ourselves, which uh, have been around for, for quite some time, so we're always happy to support uh, fellow uh, podcast about Benfica. Uh, Steve, worry not, brother. You and I, we take the cut, we take the cake home. We're the most critical by far, so we're good, Steve. <laughs> you think so? We're winning at something. Oh, by far. Right. I mean, there's also, you know, our boy Pedro Oresta. We support them, but uh, their 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 uh, their format's a little more different than 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 ours. We we dedicate ourselves to Benfica. They're they're on the the whole league, but uh, with the focus on the big three. Anyway. Um, turning they're, our attention, they're like the 24 horas of podcast. They're the 24 they talk about rumors and everything. You know, 24 horas, they got all the shady hey, news. Whatever keeps people entertained, exactly. Somebody got to cover it. So, anyway, uh, Befica played the uh, Portimonense, traveled down to the Algarve uh, this past Saturday to, to play uh, Portimonense in a game that we anticipated as being a difficult game for Befica because of Portimonense's uh, uh, late, uh, lately, their, their form, also that they're they're coached by uh, Vitor Oliveira, who has done a very good job with, with several teams. And Tremendous last name. Portimonense hasn't been, uh, and Portimonense hasn't been an, an exception to that. So uh, I'll give you the lineup and we'll get into the game. Uh, Varela was in goal. Almeida, Ruben, Diaz, Jardel, and Grimaldo across the back. Face of Pizzi and Zivkovic in the middle. Uh, Rafa on one wing uh, for the injured uh, Salvio. 
and Servi on the other wing and Jarnish up front. So um, I guess we could just um, get the, the Salvio news out of the out of the way. Salvio underwent uh, uh, arthroscopic arthroscopic, arthroscopic uh, surgery today, which basically is is a cleaning uh, of your of your tendon area and your colon. your knee. Uh, your colon cleaner colon. <laughs> It's cool. you know, basically it's you know they 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 clean it up. I, I mean I'm I'm no doctor, but Christian see knows. why I got confused. Right, they clean it up. I mean it's the terms a, you're it, using. So uh, at least five week five weeks that he, he's going to uh, to be out. So we probably won't. Well, it be depends back. who you listen to because every single sports newspaper in Portugal <laughs> has a different time. So you're saying five. I've heard six. So, yeah, I mean this is the first time I'm hearing five. I'm pretty sure you listen to you you read another newspaper. It says twelve weeks. I mean these guys are they ever on the same page? I don't know. I think you said it on Twitter. These no, guys are throwing throw something against. Yeah. No, I mean uh, on the, on a couple of days ago, Jonas uh, Bola had Jonas uh, out for uh, two uh, a month. Recorded that Jonas back uh, maybe next week out for a week. Bujogu had Jonas out for starting, a month. Starting, so. starting like it was yeah. one starting, one tap ta up to, one tap ta pronto, yeah. one tap flip. You know what I mean? It was, it was, like it was ridiculous. <laughs> it was ridiculous. But anyway, uh, so when the, when Befiga publishes the the report, we'll we'll make judgment on that but uh the the type of um a procedure that uh that Salvio underwent i think that's at least a minimum of four to five weeks but again it all depends how the p player recuperates how his physical therapy goes and and how uh his body reacts to uh the procedure so and this what the fourth yes i was about to say i think it's his third i don't know if you could consider this an operation though it is i Regardless. mean they're going in the knee they're going in he's getting cut Regardless of the size, Dude, they don't cut. cut for arthroscopic no? anymore. What do they do? It's like two little dots. Fair enough. Two little dots. They don't. They don't. They oh, don't Steve, cut anymore. Here, here's what's obvious. Here we got a stats guy. Now I think we need a doctor guy. So anyone out there <laughs> listening, <laughs> we got a seat open for you guys. All right. Yeah. Well, so probably you can pronounce those injuries in Portuguese too. Yeah. Let's uh, let's get it right into the game. Um, Benfica started the game very well. Um, we froze, we a little frozen. Can yeah, we still hear more than a little? Yeah, yeah, we're good now. Uh, Benfica started the game well, high pressure, uh, high lines, uh, right on top of uh, of uh, Portimonense as, as Portimonense likes to play the ball, likes to play on a counter attack. And if Benfica was to close down the spaces and close down their first phase of transition, then we would limit Portimonense to um, not doing the, the counters that they, they usually do. <coughs> Excuse me, I got a little cold this week. Anyway, Steve, let's um talk about this this first 35 minutes for Mifika, which I thought would were, were were decent. We got a goal in the sixth minute by uh Servi on a play where uh half on the rotation <laughs> leaves lets the ball go a little bit out of his control. Uh defender pokes the ball, Servi just happens to be at the at the right place. Um, but here's the thing, right? Two two uh, straight weeks now that we've seen Zivkovic. What are you seeing in this Bifiga midfield? Um, I'm liking it, obviously. Uh, Zivkovic adds that extra bit of of quality, and I mean, the the kid you, we always thought could play as a number ten. Now he's even showing. Uh, I was quite impressed a few times with the way he reacts to when we lose the ball in the defensive transition. I thought the team as a whole in the first 35, 40 minutes were fantastic at that. I mean, we kept Portimonense pinned in. Anytime that they did win the ball back, we won it back off them so quickly. It, it was really impressive. Um, but Zivkovic brings you that that bit of vision. Um, 
the way he's very good at protecting the ball and beating that first man, door is always open. Uh, and then he's got the technique and the vision to 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 use that, and that's that's huge. I mean, he doesn't seem to have Krovinovich may have had a little bit more of that pause and, and knows when when to just hold on to the ball for the extra second or maybe even just to step on it, pass it back to, to one of the center backs and, and slow the game down. But Zivkovic has got all the other abilities that uh, Krovinovic does, the 1v1 ability, the passing ability, that lovely left foot. Uh, I We always wondered what kept him out of the lineup. So the, the, it's no surprise that on the ball he's, he's really making the difference. Yeah. But that 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 trio of little guys on on the left side is just killing it. Yeah, hey, hey, here's the thing, uh, Cristiano. So uh, all season long we've been wondering why Zivkovic doesn't get minutes, and now it takes for a guy to get hurt for finally. And, and it's only been two game two games, right? But oh, you're gonna lead me down a road that I was hoping I didn't go down. <laughs> but I'm I'm I'm. Victoria and the opportunities only come one. <laughs> so, no no no, it's no, it, no no. You're close. Well, listen, what I'm gonna tell you, right? It's and it's only been two games, but I think at this point. Everyone that's watched Zivkovic in that position will say now that this is going to be our guy for the rest of the season. Here's what makes me laugh real quick about Zivkovic. First thing, Twitter blew up. They were ready to ship this guy to any club that was offering a bag of peanuts and and, and some tramosos <laughs> when he got his red card in two minutes, seven minutes, whatever the hell was going to swap to Porto. Everybody thought it was the end of this guy. This guy's terrible. Now everybody's in love with him again. Just keep that in mind. Uh, second of all, the one thing that's frustrating here is this, man. For the Rui Vitoria lovers, every time we get to see one of these guys pop up, right? We've seen it with Lindelof years ago. We see it now with this guy. We've seen it with, with so many of the guys that have played, that have gotten an opportunity on this club that everybody was about, oh, Rui Vitoria lançou, guys. Lançou porque teve necessidade. Zivkovic is a little different, though. No, Zivkovic, he burned them. Right. He burned them, and now he's giving them an opportunity right. only because he had no other, because, the, because remember, remember, we add into this argument here on the podcast. They were in love, Juan Carvalho. Oh, I can't believe that. I was like, oh shit, maybe he's not ready. Uh, uh, up, let's try you. That's not, that's not vision. That's not a coach that's making the right decisions. Like I know what I because if he knew what he had in this player, there was no reason to throw out Juan Carvalho. You would have thrown him in there day one. But now everybody's gonna praise him because Lonzo guys, and that's the frustrating part. Yeah, I mean, it's a different story that Lindelof, you know. Same thing. No Everybody game, got hurt. No game. No no experience. Ederson, no experience. Uh, you know. No, Ederson had a year and a half or, or two. No, years. Not not been been he came from obscurity. He's talking right? about not have been Fika. But okay. I mean, uh, Zivkovic's been around. Everybody's known with Zivkovic's talent. So if the uh, like Stiano says, if the guy wasn't any good before, now all of a sudden he's your guy. The guy barely played. The guy. We all scratched our head, Steve. I mean, go go back to the preseason uh, podcast we made. And we all, I mean, we asked the question, what's the one player you're excited about? And for the last two years, I've been saying, Zivkovic, 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 Zivkovic. And it's like, all of a sudden, the guy gets thrown to the wolves and like, you sit on the side and we're going to get all these guys playing. Then only when they fumble and they, they trip over themselves, now nah, I'm going to go to you because the horse is passing by your door. <laughs> and then, the, look, that's fine. But the problem, the guys like myself, is the frustrating part where you're going to see people praising that move when in reality it was like a desperation move. Like we got nothing else, but a lot. Yeah. 
So no, I mean it, it is what it is. Look, I, he's I, a fantastic player. Yeah, he's a fan. No, we, we've all known he's a fantastic player. Um, he's I think he shocked every single one of us because he's playing on the interior. We're not sure. At least I wasn't because he's more of a guy that always played on the outside or even that 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 false knot. And now he's kind of having to do a little bit more on the defensive side of the ball, controlling the ball, playmaking. And he and he's been he's been everything we 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 didn't think he could be at this point. And uh, he's definitely been um a, a tremendous substitute for a guy like Rovinovich who had turned this season around and uh was you know one of the key players of the season so far so it's good to see him come in but i yeah. think everybody else around them has picked up their game as well uh Servi's picked up his game uh, uh the grimaldo sometimes for a player of his caliber I, I, i'll be honest there's still a lot of stuff that he does at least me scratching my head like what yeah the, like this is like you, you show flashes of of being a much too much player. confidence sometimes um but I think everyone else around the club's picked it up. I think Jonas has been lights out. But yeah, absolutely. You bring in a guy like Zivkovic and his quality, like Steve said, he's got a beautiful left foot. There's nothing this guy can't do. And uh, I think uh, we're all surprised that he's playing this well on the interior. But it, it's 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 definitely a pleasant surprise. Yeah, absolutely. Getting back to the game, first good uh, 35 minutes for for Benfica, and then Benfica lowers their intensity, lets uh, Portimonense back in, leaves, gives them some spaces, and and really Portimonense goes into the locker room thinking that uh, that they can compete with me. Well, if you listen to the post-game press conference from uh, Mr. Oliveira, he said, for the first 35 minutes, I was questioning my guys and yelling at them. It's like they were scared because they were playing against Benfica. Then once we got comfortable, we realized, and we realized that we could play against these guys, we started playing our game. And again, is it a criticism? Is it not a criticism? I criticize. I don't even know which path to take here. But again, another coach making adjustments and our team kind of flatlining a little bit. Yeah. So Portimonense comes back, um, comes back from the locker rooms into the second half, and 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 continued the the, the same uh, pressure and and the same uh, game type that they had that they left the first half with, caused Benfica a few uh, a few um, a few mistakes or a few mistakes or a few colorfrios, if you will, um, especially on 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 that ball situations where you know that there's center backs and I don't know if they were much taller than our center backs but they seem to be winning every uh head ball in a box and you kind of saw it developing right we had the, a head ball that just went wide of uh, Varela's right post and then I think uh, not too far uh, not too far not too after that uh we saw the goal but before that Jonas injured and uh what is being classified as Benfica as a knee bruise on traumatismo um so he banged knees with the uh, with the Japanese kid um and he had to come out so at that point uh, I'm sure a lot of the Benfica nation went to went into a little bit of a uh, uh, despair or, or, or may you because uh, Jonas has been the guy uh, for Benfica this year with the amount of goals that he scored but um you know not as uh, not as um, as bad as we expected. Steve, <coughs> um, response from Mifika right away as soon as we um, we allowed the goal, and Mifika once again stepping up with with pace and, and intensity and and getting back into the game and pushing Portimonense once again against the ropes uh, in their in their half for at least the the last uh, twenty five minutes of uh, of that half. Definitely, I mean. Like I always say, uh, against 90% of the opposition or whatever outside of the big three or four, if Benfica plays at, a, at an intensity level that is satisfactory at the very least, they're going to make chances, they're going to create chances, they're going to score goals, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, 
they let Brody Muniz come back slightly in the game because that reaction to losing the ball was not as good. They're losing more 50-50 balls. That allowed Brody Muniz to get a little bit more comfortable. That allowed the, the Nakajima to get more on, on the ball because he basically didn't touch the ball that much in the first half. Um, and we basically allowed them back in. Um, but as soon as they sc- scored the goal, that spark hit, and we came back in it. Uh, regarding Jonas, uh, we say it every week. I mean, you mentioned the goals, but it's everything else that he does. Uh, the stuff that looks so simple when he does it, but when uh, Jimenez comes in and is incapable of doing it is where you really value what Jonas can do. Uh, even simple things as knowing that like a crazy first-time ball, the, the percentages of it are horrible. Jonas knows that, and he's got the ability to pull off those balls. So what does Jonas do? He brings the ball down. He shields it. He Maybe he'll, he'll win the foul. Maybe he'll lay it off to a guy who's facing the game forward. No. Jimenez will try to do some stupid back heel over his, over his head and some crazy crap that he's not capable of doing, and we lose the ball, and the, the, the other team comes back at us. Yeah, but Steve, and, Steve, you're 100% correct. Everything you said. But uh, look, Jonas did not have a good game. No, no, not today. No, 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 not not, absolutely not this game. Yeah, that that was one of one of his more. I took notes, and I took notes, and that was definitely one of notes. He didn't. That was one of one of his (laughs) worst performances in a while. Uh, Just one of the days where things weren't clicking for him. I mean, the guy got hurt first game in in ten. I think that he doesn't score. It was just not a good day. But the difference in even in just the most simple things. I notice immediately when Jimenez comes on. Yeah, he he looks like he's hungry and he wants to run and he wants to attack the the, the back line, but he, he just wants to do everything. He comes out wide, and when Jonas comes out wide, he'll give you that continuation. The ball comes to him, but you know that it's going to end up in a better spot, and then Jonas will end up in the box, hopefully, for that for the, the chance that comes from that. The ball comes to, to Jimenez, regardless of where it is on the pitch, and Half the time, I'm he's I'm pretty certain he's going to lose it, <laughs> or he's shooting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's we measured we measured Jonas by goals, which he's phenomenal at. But but the the way he allows the team to play, it, it's second yeah. to none. I mean, we don't have another forward, especially in this new system that we're playing. Uh, the two guys that are left. I mean, Seferovic for me has more tools to play in the same idea not nowhere near as good obviously there's other issues because he's barely played but he's he's got more of the of the soccer sense he's got more of uh, of better first touch better awareness of what's around him Jimenez is just a, a lot of blood and guts blood, a lot of you know what I mean it's there's not for me man I don't know there's a lot of guys who have always been a big praise of, or a big Big on to praise the guy, but I've never been that impressed, man. I mean, I, you're you're 100. The only guy on this roster, well, I should say, the only striker on this roster that could play with his back to the goal and hold up the ball and wait for his teammates to get involved and get get involved and create plays. Jonas, the other two, even though I agree with you, Sofetovic's got a little bit better ball control than than the other guy, but I, I don't think both of them. They're far, far from that type of play. Uh, or that type of system that we like to play, where that number nine, the guy up top, holds the ball, and it's ugly, and it's and it's sad though, for because for a club like Benfica, not to have other alternative. I guess Gabigol is supposed to be the other guy, 
was that didn't that that did not work out. Yeah, I mean, they, they could always bring back that up. I mean, <laughs> Jonas has been tremendous. So obviously, the the drop in and quality from one guy to no, the other. No, but it's not the quality. Well, it's huge. Is it style? But it's not whether he's tremendous or not. It's the quality of players that you usually have. Very rightfully so. You got a guy like Jonas, then you got another guy to counter like like a like a Z, um, uh, Jimenez, right? Totally different. Comes in as aggressive, blocks them. But then you have another guy that's more like I think Sferovic is more like a, a, a Jimenez than he is like a Jonas. There's no like for like. Usually you have guys that are like for like, especially when you carry four strikers, two that can hold on, two that are brutus, and you don't have that on Srasta right now. Yeah. So last time Jonas went without scoring was 67 days ago on December 5th, 2017. He uh, was blanked uh, in with Benfica's game against Basel. He has been blanked against Chaves, Porto, and now Portimonense is the only teams that uh, that he hasn't scored against in the Campeonato. So um, we wish him a, a safe return. Nonetheless, we get out of uh, the Algarve with uh, three points. Uh, obviously, very good performance by Servi. Uh, who wouldn't who would have thought that Servi could hit uh, free kicks? Comes out of left field with that free I'm kick. I'm sitting there, and, I, and I, I'm Steve. It looked in. far, man. For me, I, I was like, if it was a dude who I knew had a, like a hard shot, I was I would have been a little bit more comfortable. But I mean, I'm even th- I'm even guy. thinking Grimaldo. Grimaldo's I was, normally I was there. thinking Grimaldo, but I yeah. think that Grimaldo had just gotten a knock on his ankle not too long ago, so I don't know if he was Bro, feeling At that point, I was praying to the gods, right, to the Benfiquistas and the Agias up there in heaven. I was praying you get one of those ugly bouncers near post. I'm like, I don't care. I just want a goal. And I'm I'm like hit off the, the deflect off the wall. I don't care. I want a near post. I got near post. I mean, just 100 times better than whatever the hell I was expecting. Yeah. You know, and you mentioned this, I think, on the FM podcast. And, and remind you a lot of Lindelof. Lindelof. Yeah, what the hell? What, what are you doing? Oh! <laughs> like, <laughs> it was like that. It was, was kind of like that. It's funny. That there was a video that surfaced today of, of showing, uh, oh, my God, Servi practicing free kicks uh, from basically the exact same spot. And then he goes and scores a goal almost identical to the one that he that he practiced. I don't know when. Maybe it could have been on Monday for all we know uh, with, with the, the fake wall up. Uh, but I thought that was pretty yeah. funny. You know what I took from that one video that Benfica posted? He up was, you know, something about practicing. What I, what I took from that video was that Varela practices just like he plays. <laughs> Somebody Stand. said that on Twitter. Who? Somebody said that on Twitter that he practices he, just like he, he plays. Practices like because usually like oh guys, nice. he's like yeah. yeah. Let's 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 uh, wrap up by talking about Varela, right? No, I, I, there's something else I want to throw in there after. No, uh, <laughs> all right, bye, Lato. No, no, I just wanted to say that usually when Benfica goes on the road or even at home and you get quality players coming in and. And again, I pat myself on the back when it comes to Evangelis and a couple other guys. One guy I want to I want to mention because everybody praises and rightfully so. He's a fantastic little player, the Nokajima kid. Fabricio's a good player. But Tabata, the guy on the right, uh, the right, left, whatever. Tabata, he's a lefty. That's the name. He's, he's, yeah. he's left footed. He played on the right. Yeah, I was impressed. Yeah, but he also, but he also went to the like, he's a guy played. Yo, towards the end of the game, the last. 2020, he was the guy that was controlling the game for that team because the first half, the first half of the second half, Nick no, no, Nakajima said, Yo, I'm here to play, let's go. But then I think Tabata, he, he very influential, I think very tricky player, very skilled, beautiful left foot. And I just wanted to throw his name out that don't be surprised if you know you see one of the big sharks coming after this guy. Yeah, let's talk about uh about Varela, and obviously, we, we, we're going to talk about Varela at, at the eve of a, of a, a, a game. Uh, in which a team that we're going to play uh, against, he has very uh, bad memories of, which is Boavista. Oh. But um, 
Gold Point threw up a, a stat that is percentage of uh, of um, of coming outs, aerial coming outs. That uh, how many how many oh. goalies have missed? What percentage have missed of of their coming out? And uh, and Varela was number one with fifty percent, which means that uh, in in every two crosses into his box, he misses at least one. Uh, Ter Stegen forty two percent. Adrian but Ter Stegen is a little because Ter Stegen comes out a lot to play the ball. He's playing sweet. No, but I'm type. talking about aerial. No, it's supposedly, it's it's coming out for crosses, is what they yeah. say. Oh, just what, crosses. It's probably the weakest part of, of Ter Stegen's game. But I was surprised that he was the one below uh, Varela. But you mentioned it on that podcast. The one thing that Varela doesn't do is he does not instill confidence and time. And th that's one of the things that. As a center back, as a team that's defending set pieces, as, as a team um, that sees a lot of crosses come into the box, which some teams more than others will do that in the Portuguese league. Uh, Porto Muniz isn't one of them. But as a center back, you want you to feel that confidence that your keeper can come for, for certain balls. But Varela does not seem to be apt at that. And those stats just, just show that. I mean, he does not leave the the two center backs comfortable i'm sure of it varela's good with he's got cat like reflexes balls near no he's good with yeah, like no, when, when varela doesn't have to no not even a shot because he can't dive so it's something around him he's got no i'm, I'm being on you see the guy dive he doesn't die falls to his knees mm -hmm. i'm not even trying to be funny i'm being on watch the video i'm not making this up and and, and again with all due respect to Alfred, like you said he mentioned on saturday but i mean if you listen to me i've been talking about oh, it for yeah, for sure. this guy's not a big we have on this this guy is not a benfica caliber goalie look he, and I, I think I said this a couple podcasts ago, which was he's good when he doesn't have to think. When he has yeah. to think, just react and save the ball. He's good at that. Yeah. But when a guy has time to think, like the Bobista off his hands, like just it, the guy, I, I don't know if it's the pressure. I don't know what it is. But then you see him come out for a cross this weekend. The hell was he looking at? He doesn't even get to the ball. I, I figured, I figured, I figured it out. And I think that uh, this is this is something that I'm gonna that I'm gonna harp on. Um, and it, for the rest of my life, I, I'm not going to trust any goalkeeper whose legs are thinner than mine. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen the, the size yeah. of Varela's legs? Well, we, have, so we have pictures. I don't know if you recall. We have pictures of Varela. We do. Yes. But he was wearing baggy jeans. So oh, yeah, yeah. Who's with his wife and kid? Yeah, he's at the style walking around. When yeah, for the but his legs are yeah. very, very thin, man. I don't know, I'm, I'm I'm trying to picture O'Block, and I remember O'Block being pretty thin too. And no, O'Block but was, he had legs. O'Block's a killer freaking goalie. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not saying otherwise. I'm just. Look, I respect that, but I don't look to me skinny, fat. I, don't come out for those crosses, dude. I don't think it's his yeah. legs that are tough. It's mental. It's mental. Obviously, physically, he's got the ability to be at that level. It's just, bro. He's the more he plays, the more he starts scratching ahead. And and to me, at what point, guys? And now this is a serious question for all three of you. At what point is Benfica going to realize that this guy is going to cost us points? Is it going to have another? Are we going to need another tragedy? Not a tragedy because nobody died, but you, you get the realness. You know what I'm talking about in soccer. Are we going to need another episode like that of another Volvista episode for this guy to, to maybe relegate? Because, I mean, every week he's committing crimes. Yeah. Dude, it's... it's... All right. I don't think we had the opportunity or, or, or the financial power to buy somebody in January, but I, I don't think anyone well, doubts. Apparently you did, but, but you shipped him out. Oh, the one guy who went to Crystal Palace? 
No, the goal, a goalie, Kiriakus or whatever his name. Was. Did we actually get him though? That, that's the thing. That no, he's not. He's only coming in June. I think, only, yeah. I, I think we may have got him, but we weren't able to get him in January, like we were probably trying to when we figured that this Varela guy is not good enough. So since we might have already put all of our money into that, to I don't even know. He's in the, from the Greek league, but is he actually Greek? He's no, German. I, I think he's, he's German. German. He plays German in the, yeah. But now here's a question. Regardless. <laughs> We probably have paid for him and now can't afford to get anybody else, so we couldn't get anybody in January when we tried to. Steve, here's another question, right? Use and again, and I can I'm, I keep harping on this, right? I asked the question, what's it going to take to see Varela finally be set down? And then if you're telling me we don't have adequate replacements, what the? It, like, it makes me freaking, I don't want to scratch my head. I want to pound my head with a hammer, right? <laughs> What in the world were they thinking in starting Spiller against Manchester United in the Champions League? If you don't think this kid's like it, just oh, doo -doo. now he can't play over a guy that you obviously see that he's struggling. What the hell was he doing playing then? I gotcha. I gotcha. I'm not. I'm completely agree with that. There's, Am I wrong? Are we wrong no. for questioning? No. There, there's been hey, but look, when it comes to player personnel, there's been some weird decisions. But look. You know that this Diogo Gonçalves popped up and pow out of nowhere. Not to fault Servi, who's been great, but what did Diogo Gonçalves do, right or wrong, to get into the squad and then drop off the side of the earth? We don't know, right? We don't know. And, and here, here's Felipe Augusto. Sorry, another one, but I'll, I'll, you guys can go on now. <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Yeah, I lost what I was going to say. Sorry, man. Swillar. <laughs> Playing against Manchester United. Uh, look, it, it's something that we've we've uh, we've talked about since the beginning of the season, right? That there was we ident I had identified that Benfica needed to go get a goalkeeper. It's not nothing new, nothing nothing new. Anyway, but it's gonna get ugly. <laughs> and I'm not okay with that. That's I don't care if it's new. Uh, it, it just, what are they thinking? That's it. We we yeah. want we want to make it official. Uh, what are they thinking on a lot of things? No, but this, out of all the things, this one is the one that's looking the worst at this point. Yeah. Well, it's a perfect segue to go right into the Bovista game, which uh, is going to happen uh, this. Um, Let me look at my notes. This Saturday, six fifteen local. Rafa is back to being crap. Those are my Whoa. notes. Uh, <laughs> uh, Andre Almeida puts it in the moon inside the six. I don't know how he did. Even if he tried, I don't think he could do it again. Uh, and that's that's about it. I mean, there's a bunch of other notes, but Varela, 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 Emerda. That's my notes. <laughs> so <laughs> he literally has that written yeah, on the phone. No, we can't see it. <laughs> but if everybody, if everyone knows that his uh, weakness is the crosses, everybody's gonna go for crosses yeah. now. There's yeah, should shouldn't Rui Vitoria put somebody at the back post there? Like there, that goal that they scored, uh, Porto Minas. Yeah, if somebody's at that back post, that's getting cleared out. You know, that, 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 that's a good point, because I think we touched on this, uh, uh, Mr. Oliveira, years ago. I think but, if he, you asked, but if he could do zone defense on corners. Yeah, I, and, I, and I think I said it, I would always put a guy on a post. I don't care if it looks like Little League soccer, but to me, if it's going to prevent the ball from going in the net, I, I'm doing what I got to do. I'm surprised a lot more teams don't do that. If it's completely against what you do on a day-to-day and what you believe is the right I'm way to defend. Through, that's it. I don't know what I'm just saying, but if, if, if it's completely – against the way you want to approach defending in set pieces to have a guy sitting there at the line. I mean, well, not set pieces and see corners. I'm sorry. Corners, at least corners. That's what I mean. Cause set pieces, obviously you want to keep the line high. I get, right. but, yeah. corners. but even then you, you want, you want to be able to, to get out quickly too, it, it, and avoid 
uh, something coming off of a second ball inside the six yard box. So there's, I, I could see why a lot of teams have given up using the guys on the, on the posts, but the, it's one of those things. I don't think there's a real right or wrong way. It all depends on how you want to approach defending set pieces and what you feel is more dangerous. Is it that's that first shot on net or is it the second ball that might come from it? Well, there's, there's the argument that you could have a guy on the post that's not going to be able to stop the ball anyway because it, it comes too low or unplayable height and it just goes off of him anyway. So, you know what I mean? I, I'm, I'm not saying that that's the, the go-to answer for that. Look, Steve, I did this I did this inside study on my own. I studied. I made this study well, a, couple yeah, yeah. Years, a while ago. And, and, I, and I determined, according to my study, right, that if you don't allow goals, you can't lose a game, right? That was my <laughs> study. And... I think if, if, I, put guy, if I put a guy on the net, look, <laughs> I don't care about the counter. Look, it's going to prevent the goal, the balls from going in my net, and especially when I have a weak goalkeeper that can't kick out of his own way when it comes to cross. I'm going to do I'm what, what's best to help my team not allow goals. And I think, look, I don't care what other teams do, but I think you, every coach in, in every situation is different. And I think every coach needs to adapt to the situation and right now. Look, you just read a stat. He's the worst goalkeeper in the big leagues in all of Europe at coming out. Put the guy in the post. End the, end the story. It, it, look, and I'm not saying the ball still not going to go in, but it's only going to help. Yeah. My question is, who funded that study? That's who I want to know. <laughs> anyway, Small. Uh, again, back to uh, to Boa Vista. Uh, game happened Saturday at 6.15 at Stade uh, Luz. Boa Vista is currently sixth. 30 points coming from nine wins, three ties, 10 losses. Uh, away from the best of two wins, three ties, six losses. Last 10. Uh, versus the two teams, five wins, four draws, one loss. Last five at Stade lose three wins, two draws. And uh, this season and the first round at the Bessa, uh, 2-1 for Bovista. The only uh, loss for Benfica so far this season domestically in the league uh, with uh, with Jonas with the goal and Varela with the Franco. So, uh, and typically, Steve, uh, this Bovista team is a team that's given us Issues. They gave us issues last season with the. I don't know if you recall that three-three game. Uh, also, at the end of the season, we tied, and we got a tying goal from Kalisa. Even though that game was didn't, got his debut. didn't count for anything, but oh, here we are. That. Here we are against with Boa Vista. And is Boa Vista becoming to us what they were to Sporting in the eighties and the nineties? Christian, you remember that? I do, but no, I don't. I don't think so. I don't think Steve, that. I, I, I think last year. You asked me, I think last year, the referee helped them out. I mean, you got three, you could very well question for the, all three goals when if he goes down three nothing in the first 30 minutes. And then second game at, at home, last game of the season, Benfica kind of had the title wrapped up already. They, that Hermes made his debut. Pedro Pereira made his debut. It was a bunch of guys. Kalaisa. There's a bunch of guys on the field that did not belong on the field. I had Benfica, you know, uh, filled, filled their, their, their original, their, their strongest 11. I think Benfica would have came away with a W. The game's at home. Benfica, look, I know Bovista is playing decent, but Benfica should absolutely annihilate these guys 3-4-0. Steve? Yeah, I have to agree with Chris for the most part. I mean, they've given us trouble in the the, the first round of games for a couple of years in a row. I, I don't think they are very uh, a very special team by any means. Um, but let's let's hope that that like Chris says, we just go out and, and put the performance that we need to get the win because Chris always says we have the responsibility to beat everybody in the league that's not part of the three. Ian Casa. Especially at home. Especially at home. Yeah. Exactly. 
Boavista hasn't been able to string two of the same results. When I say results, I mean win, tie, or, or loss since uh, December 11th. They've alternated between all three results uh, for the past, what, two and a half months now? Did they uh, win so, their last game? And the last game, they won. Nice. <laughs> so law of averages will say that uh, they're due for a loss what, or a what, tie. No, I don't want the tie. The loss is is the loss. Does the loss follow the W? <laughs> it's, either what's a some, it's either a, a loss tie. or a tie. I don't. But a, a tie is not good for me. A tie is awful. Game, a, At home, a, in the past four games, the loss is as uh, always followed. No, I'll give them credit. They're they're ahead of Guimarães and Shops. I'll give them credit. They're playing decent football. But again, uh, come on, they fit in casa. With the person with the tetra uh, with the penta on the line, no, 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 no question. But if he needs to come out, start this game like they did uh, last week in 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 Faro or Florence or uh, Portimão, whatever it was. Uh, Portimão, Portimão, Portimonense. Start that game with the same intensity, with the same high high line of pressure. Come out guns blazing. Get on the score. Get the crowd be. Get on the scoreboard. Get the crowd behind you, and just sell home with another three easy points and yeah. uh, look forward to the next game. My biggest thing is that you're probably going to be without Jonas for this game, and the thing is that you got to show. The crowd that uh, you could survive without Jonish. Busy time. Busy time. Rafa time, if there's such a thing. Zivkovic time. So Rafa. Servi time. Is Ra that's it? That's a spot for now, Rafa? Oh, I would assume so. He has not really been. Played well last game. Not this well, eh. the game before. Not this cast game. He, he's not lit it on fire, but he hasn't been awful. I mean. He, he was terrible moments. first half. Mm. He was terrible. He's so frustrating. Terrible's harsh, man. <laughs> He's super frustrating. Did you say Steve? Yeah. I'm sorry. Terrible's kind of harsh, I think, but he can be frustrating because it seems like at that final moment, and we've been saying this since the day he showed up, at that final moment when you need a good cross or a good pass or a proper shot on goal, He's always found wanting, and it's the so that's he didn't the most do any of that. He didn't do that any of that in the first half. So he still wasn't terrible for you. Fair enough. <laughs> the guy runs with the ball in space. Fantastic. You're great. You're freaking great. Good. But now when it's time to make a pass, you can't pick no one out. That's terrible. That's my opinion. Yep. I, I mean, <laughs> it, it, if there's anyone that can then that can't complain about not getting enough chances is, is Rafa. And at this point, I think he's had more chances than anyone else on the squad to make an impression. And he has uh he hasn't really impressed. So, but hey. I'm not rooting against the guy. I'm, no, I'm, I'm hoping not. that the guy does well and he begins now. If not now, maybe against Porto, or maybe against Sporting. One of those games. Let him have like the game of the season for him and all the, the rest of the games will be downhill. Here's a crazy idea. If Jonas can't, can't he's going to be out for a couple of weeks. Why don't we bring our boy up? Uh... Zegos? No, no. Forget Zegos. Zegos, forget. I told oh, you two years ago. Edibert? No, no, no. I like Edibert, but no, the other kid, uh, the uh, Felix. Bring him up. He could play that position false. Only 19, bro. No, he's 18. Who cares? Yeah. Who cares? They say he's part of the plantel next year. You know, Cabal Pasaporta. Very different. I know. I'm smoking. I'm smoking. It would be interesting. But you talk about a guy that can hold the ball and Zinga and get players involved. That's his game. Yeah. It all depends on what Vitorian wants just, for, I'm, that, I'm, uh, I'm for being, that spot. I'm being silly here. I'm being silly. I think that when you... Um, when you already have a, a spot that uh, you know Leva Desazera from your left uh, from your left side, when you lose somebody for, like Salvi, as uh, as bad as we like to harp on him, and good. all of a sudden you got Rafa, 
you know, now, <laughs> you know, now it's down another level. And, you know, I know that uh, Almeida got in the, in the box a few times and had chances to score goals this uh, twice this past game. But, uh, of course, he's a defender. Yeah. And uh, so it is what it is. Um, anyway, um, I think that's all we got. Um, right. The jogs. We, we got more. Yeah, we got more. Capitão, man. Capitão turned 37. Capitão turned you. 37. Not you wish you were 37. <laughs> <laughs> Capitão turned 37 just in time for, for, the, for the Penta. Yeah. Capitão turned 37. The Parabéns, Capitão. Obrigado por tudo que tu fazes. Espero que, que tu estejas aí mais por menos um anito. A dar aí o experiência à backline. And... Experiência à backline. <laughs> And, the, and also, we, we'd be remiss not to mention the futsal team, which has won the European Championship. Congratulations to uh, all of them. So, what's he? Not the Benfica one that Chris could care less about the modalidades, but the Portuguese national team won the European Championship. Yeah, fantastic. Good, good, good for them. I'm happy. I'm I got to go. My cough, my lungs won't uh, take anymore. Thanks, everybody, for checking us out. Uh, we'll be back next week. We'll uh, break down uh, the Bovista game when we'll look ahead to uh, next Benfica game, which I think is Pas Freire, if I'm not mistaken. We'll check that out. Thanks for checking us out. Don't forget to um, to check out all the other independent port, uh, Benfica podcast projects and Conversas a Benfica. Next guest on, on Conversas a Benfica is going to be Ricardo Rocha, so that's going to be hot. Uh, Who I reached out to on Twitter like a year ago and never got back to me. Ricardo. His English is, is no bueno. No, his English is fantastic. His English is good, though. Fantastic. From when he was bro. in England. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah, sure. His English is fantastic. Oh, you're being funny. Oh. Yeah, well, that's, yeah. Well, yeah, he couldn't tweet me back. You're right. His English is terrible. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, we'll be back next week. BefigaPodcast.com at uh, Steve Cento 6 at 10CO10 at Befiga Podcast is where you can find us on Twitter. Dave's around. If you need to get in touch with Dave, we're gonna start a Twitter poll. What, what, which, what name sh should we give uh, Dave on Twitter? Because we, we gotta get, Dave. we gotta get him on Twitter. Twitterless. Twitter no, but that's he's no longer Twitterless. No, no, no but it would be Twitter. great to be Twitterless, Dave. Now, dude, don't you don't want to be on Twitter? Dave, just <laughs> stat, status. Dave. I don't know. We need to come up with something, Dave. We're gonna put a poll on Bifiga Podcast. We gotta get you on Twitter, bro. I, I told you ten thousand retweets. So we could talk. Uh, so we could talk uh, baseball, man. Not like setting that uh, bar uh, pretty low. Ten thousand. All right, everybody. Thanks a lot for checking us out. Thank you guys for the ones that were following us live. We we love you. Appreciate everyone, every single one of you. Bye. Thanks a lot. I hope I'm not forgetting anything. Happy Valentine's Day. Hey. Happy Valentine's you wanna, you, hey, Dave, you want to mention a special lady's name just so you get some credit? Of course, <laughs> my uh, girlfriend, Madeline. It, tomorrow's my birthday, too, so it's my birthday before Valentine's Day. See, there you go. Happy birthday, Happy Dave. Happy birthday, Dave. Hope she gives you a big wet one, bro. <laughs> <laughs> See you later, guys. Ciao. Bye.